Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa Show. Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are in the middle of February. Yes, we are. And so we're going to talk about one of our saints for the month. Yes, Lisa. Saint Scholastica, whose feast day is February 10th. Very nice. Yes. Very good. She is the twin sister to Saint Benedict. Hmm. Yes. Very nice. And they came from a noble family in Italy. And their mom actually died in childbirth, so that's unfortunate. So really? Yeah. Is there a story behind that at all? Um, when Benedict was old, no, Benedict was old enough to leave home. He went to go study, but St. Scholastica was, oh my gosh, I'm so messed up right now. I shouldn't ask questions. <laughs> so let's go back to wherever you were going to go. Okay. So they died. So the, the, so mother the died mother died in childbirth, right. and when Benedict was old enough, he left home to study in Rome, leaving Scholastica with her father to tend the estate. And so, a, so say with him, a noble family, right? Yes. A, a rather wealthy family. Yes. Okay. So eventually, Benedict opened his own monastery, and he's actually considered the father of mon monasticism. Monasticism. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So St. Scholastica became a nun, and she was in a nearby convent, I believe within five miles from St. Benedict's. So once a year, they would meet in the middle and spend a, a day with each other. So they were only five miles apart. Yes, but because she could not go to his monastery and he couldn't go to her convent, they only saw each other once a year. And so I guess that was probably even a special deal for them to be let out to go do that, maybe? Yes, but I believe they were both in charge, so. Hey, when you're in charge, you can go and. But, no, you know what, so um, one day, uh, St. Scholastica wanted St. Benedict to stay a little longer, mm -hmm. and he said no, because one of my rules is that you can't be away overnight. So right. he was still following his rules, even though he was in charge. So then what happened? So St. Scholastica became upset, so she prayed that God would keep him with her a little longer. So there was a big storm, mm -hmm. and they did get to spend uh, the evening together. Very good. And then a few days later, she died. Yeah. So if she hadn't prayed to God... Then they wouldn't have had that extra time with each other. Right, and isn't that true often that uh, people are wanting us to spend a little bit more time with them, and we let the busyness of life or rules... Uh, prevent us from spending that additional quality time and we're really called to do that Lisa because right. you don't know none of us knows the hour uh, for when God's going to call us home right so spend that time with your family and friends and people that want to do it it's important yes because the um, Catholic Church is a community it is a community and I think uh, especially in these times of the virus we forget that yes um, We've all been kind of cooped up and in our homes with our spouses and family, and we haven't had a chance to communion, yes. if you will. We just watched a video, right, from the Karis movement. Oh, yeah. And the one word um, that the bishop used, the bishop from India, I believe, yes. was communion. Yes. And he made a really good point of letting us all know that uh, the church and the body of Christ, we are a communion. Yes. And so we do need to be in communion with one in another. In union. In union and in communion. Yes. Very good. Yes. And so when St. Scholastica died, St. Benedict had a vision of her soul departing to heaven in the form of a dove. So at Monte Cassino in Italy, which is St. Benedict's 
um, monastery. There's tons of doves there, which is pretty cool to and this th day. And this is in Italy, right? Yes. All right. Yes. Is, this, is that monastery still there? Yes, I went there. It's up a windy road, which is kind of scary to go up and down in a bus. I thought you said it was at a winery for a minute. <laughs> well... Oh, you know what? I think there was um, grapes. They might. Um... It's Italy. There's there's yes, a, there's true. a there's a winery probably on every block. True. Yes. The the monks do um, sell products there though that they make. Hair products or. Oh uh, yeah, like I don't remember. Just but, yeah, it could be. It could be. All kinds of products. Yes. Yes. But um, Saint Scholastica is the patroness for protection from storms. Mm. And we had just spoken about Saint Thomas not too long ago, who is the patron of storms. Yeah. So coincidence there. And and I, I wonder if that's literally storms, or maybe we could also... Storms of life, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We could ask for her intercession in the storms of life. Sure, why not? That, that are going on. Yeah. I never thought about asking Saint Scholastica for her intercession. Now I will do that. There's a lot of Catholic um, girls' schools named after her. How about that? Because it sounds like school, doesn't it? Or scholastics. Yeah, scholastics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And so. her icons include lightning and rain and the crozier. Yep, the crozier, which is what the bishop has, yes, right? Yes. And also a dove. And you said that uh, she had the crozier as one of her icons because she was in charge of the Benedictine nuns. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Wouldn't it be cool to have uh, have some of your icons be like lightning and, yeah. and rain and it's just kind of... I don't know. I think I'd want something more brighter and happy. You know, lightning could be pretty bright. That's true. Lightning could be pretty. Yeah. yeah. It can be very pretty. Very cool. So yeah. what else do we know about Well, her charism is to seek God in everyone and everything every day of our lives. Do you mean that I have to seek God in everyone, <laughs> everyone every day? All the time. Now, this is a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> Especially, you know, God teaches us to love our enemies, right? Right. And uh, love our neighbor, which can be very difficult depending on who your neighbor is. Right. Yeah, this idea that, you know, God... Uh, has, has has imprinted his mark on every human being, we say. Yes. And, and so God looks at everyone with love. And that's a challenge for us, right, to do that, especially for people who have harmed us or hurt us or that we just don't like because we don't jive with them. Right. What do you think? Yes, that's true. But um, we should ask God to help us see what See people how he sees them. Exactly. And we can ask for the intercession of St. Scholastica yeah. in those cases for her to help maybe put those lenses on that will help us to see uh, with God's eyes instead of our own brokenness. Yes. And her famous quote is, I wanted you to stay and you wouldn't listen. I have asked our good Lord and he graciously granted my requests. So if you can still depart in God's name, return to your monastery and leave me here alone. So she, yeah, so she, um, when people disagree with us or we disagree with people, then we should maybe pray to God to help us uh, get along. And Exactly. And, you know, I'm just thinking about this, Lisa. The Lord is in the tabernacle all the time. Yes. And so we come to church, right? And maybe we show up right when church starts and we leave <laughs> right when it's over. And maybe Jesus is saying, can you just stay a while? Yeah. Can you hang out with me for a while and pray with me? Or adoration. We're coming up on Lent. Adoration is coming. And so, I mean, Lent's coming, so there's going to be opportunities for adoration. Hopefully yes. more opportunities. Yes. 
Oh, can I tell you about a great song? It's called Just Like Heaven by Brandon Lake. Yes. And I believe it's about adoration, at least in my heart, because some of the words are come, uh, stay a little longer, come a little closer. So I feel like it's stay a little longer um, and then come a little closer to the monstrance. And I like getting close up to the monstrance. And that's one of the things I like about the St. Clair of Assisi Retreat Center is the chapel is very intimate. So uh, when we're, I should have, I should have done my phone, but so when, when we're in adoration there, everybody is very close yes. to Jesus. Yes. And it is really quite beautiful. Don't it you is. Think? Yes. Right. So do you have a favorite adoration moment, Lisa, that maybe you'd want to share with us? Um, well, often I like to get close, like you said, and I just picture myself at the feet of Jesus, like Mary, when he was, uh, you know, just sitting in a chair, and I just mm -hmm. imagine me just sitting on the floor right next to him, kind of like resting my head on his um, knee or something. I like that. All I can tell you is if you're going to adoration and you see Lisa there, <laughs> go, if you want to, if you want to get close, um, you need to go first, because <laughs> yeah. as soon as I'm done with exposition, before I get to the back of the church, I turn around and Lisa's already up there kneeling. <laughs> so you have to be quick on the take if there's only one spot. Well, um, and it, I try to give other people a chance. She yeah. is. You are doing better. Yes. You, I'm not staying there for 45 minutes anymore. Yes. It's like a 45-minute ad, uh, adoration, and she's there for 44 and a half minutes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you have anything else on St. Scholastica that you would like to share with us? Well, she also has another quote about if, the world knew the peace that religious had, then all the convents and monasteries would be full. You know, so just right before this, Lisa and I were listening to some instrumental music, right, um, based on how great is our God. Mm -hmm. And you start to get that sense of peace as you're listening to it. And so you can imagine when you go to these monasteries uh, or convents how quiet and peaceful it yeah, is. Yeah, Monte Cassino was very peaceful, very beautiful. It is, and you know, we have to take, I'm, I'm listening to a book right now, and, and it talks about the holy hour and that we should have every day, where we should spend at least an hour with God, preferably at the beginning of our day, mm -hmm. because it sets the stage. And I think that's what St. Scholastica is saying, is that we are so busy that we need to slow down and spend time with God. Yes. So as we enter into Lent, make a concerted effort, because this is our opportunity, right? to make time with God. Make sure it's manageable. Don't start out and say, I'm going to spend four hours with God every day because you're going to fail. But start out with something reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. And build on that. Yeah. And take those opportunities instead of staying home and watching TV to go to adoration. Yeah. Um, or to turn the TV off and, and do the rosary with your family. There's so many things we can do to gain that peace within a very busy world. Yes. Or go to a retreat. Go to a retreat like uh, on the Holy Spirit, maybe yes. at the end of February yeah. this month. Yeah. So what else do you have on St. Scholastica? She's been well, very informative. Well, there's not too much about her. So uh, the only information is actually from St. Gregory's, the great book named Dialogue. So that's where her stories are taken from. Very good. Very good. Well, there we go. Another saint. Who, who's our saint for next month? Do you know? Uh, I think it's going to be St. Cyril of Jerusalem. Oh, St. Cyril of Jerusalem. Can't wait. So. Can't wait to hear about him. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. I'll see you next time. The views expressed on the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa show are our own and not that of the Diocese of Richmond nor any person or organization affiliated 
or doing business with the Diocese of Richmond.